Welcome to My Fertility Journey, Life Chats with Bianca Bullissian. guess second solo episode. The first one was episode zero, which if you haven't listened to yet, I definitely recommend so you know a bit about our story and how I got to be here doing this podcast and interviewing people and sharing our story. In this episode today, I read a blog post that I wrote that is right now on Medium medium.com. It is where I started posting some of my journal writings and this is not my very first post. That was my goal. My idea was to do them in the order that I post them, but because it is the holiday season and this was a very specific one for this time of the year, I thought it was the perfect one to post this week between Christmas and and New Year's. It's not an easy time for the fertility or infertility community and I thought maybe I could share a little bit about how I have come to overcome some of the sad feelings that I had years ago and Yeah, so here it goes. It's called An Emotional Evolution. I hope you like it. December 25th, 2018. This is a hard time of the year. Social media is booming with new parents and pregnant ladies wearing Santa Claus hats. Babies sporting their My First Christmas onesies are cute, yet a very painful reminder that you did not yet deserve your Christmas miracle. I'll make a confession. I once judged a friend for not coping with these situations, and I did not in the least understand her. This was way before my struggles getting pregnant. I was throwing a baby shower for a mutual friend of ours, and she said she couldn't come. Then she admitted, very bravely, I now realize, that she wasn't in the mood for baby stuff. So I judged her. How could she not want to participate in what was a happy moment for someone we cared about? How could she not be able to separate things? Now I know. It's a challenging skill to be able to see people around you achieving things you desire and not be affected. And never mind babies, how about finding a partner, a satisfying job, being able to travel, having a roof over your head. It can be a trivial and it can be the most essential thing. I have since understood what my friend was feeling at the time. Sometimes it's just too much, and as of self-preservation, you need to remove yourself from the situation. Self-love. I took years to grasp the concept, 
but when I did, I went full out. I say, no, I'm sorry, I can't way more often. I inform what I'd like to do versus ask for permission. I take breaks and I refuse to tell myself that I'm lazy or unproductive. And I'll tell you, the freedom in that is astonishing. And the energy that you preserve can be put to great use when you need to give your all for others. It's truly life-changing when you make that decision to put yourself first. I highly recommend it. My second negative IVF transfer two years ago was my failed Christmas miracle. I was looking forward to not flying home for Christmas for the best reason ever and quietly celebrating with friends and their kids without really telling anyone. But it didn't happen. So I reflected on what it would be like to spend New Year's with three couples of friends and about four kids, one of them a baby. The thought of it made my throat tighten, so I listened to my body and I listened to my heart. And I respectfully refused the invite. And I booked a last-minute getaway for just the two of us. Our little family. It was the best decision I could have made. And thinking back, probably the first actual self-love action I took. At least a conscious one that I truly needed. I thought of my well-being not caring what others would think, if they would judge me for it or not. Since then, this feeling that others are getting what I want before me, the feeling of not wanting to be a part of someone's happy moment, has decreased considerably. It feels so good to be happy around kids, because nothing brings more joy and peace than holding a baby. A quiet, recently changed and well-fed baby. (laughs) Believe me, I'm no saint. I still want to be the pregnant one, the one with the cute newborn by the Christmas tree. But I have much more to celebrate than I do to be sad about. And my heart is full and able to appreciate that for others. It's slowly realizing and internalizing that the universe is not taking it from you to give to others. It's hard and it takes a lot of work to get to this place and even more work to stay. But once you get there, it's freedom. There's a reason they call us TTC warriors. It's a battle of situations and emotions, and you do feel a little like a warrior when you win one of these battles. This time around, I feel peace in my heart. I look forward to seeing the babies of friends and family. They bring me more peace and joy than sadness, and I find myself proud to be in this space. To have found it is a blessing that came after long years of work. 
As for strangers' babies on Instagram, uh, well, don't mind if I scroll faster through them. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to reflect on, on that post a little bit, because it's pretty much exactly two years ago that I wrote it, and I do feel very similar to when I wrote that, and yet I still remember so, so vividly the pain of having lost our Christmas miracle baby and on that cycle that failed. So that trauma and disappointment and pain just never leaves you as much as we can work on it and try to overcome as I feel like I have in many ways. But I wanted to also acknowledge that if you are in a space where you cannot deal with it, if you feel like you cannot handle pregnancy announcements and baby pictures by the Christmas tree and, and all that stuff, just really, really take care of yourself. Don't feel bad. Um, your feelings are 100% valid and more. And you deserve the time and the space to process it. It doesn't mean that if other people can process it better or differently, that you are any less for feeling a different way. So just remember that. And if you do want to feel better or different, then of course work on it, but you don't have to. So giving yourself the permission to feel deeply shitty and just throw in a pity party because this journey fucking sucks, that's okay. I also wanted to bring up a couple things that I mentioned on that post. I called the ability to separate things and be able to bear what was once unbearable a skill. And I know that it sounds cold when we're talking about something so emotional and painful, but when we're dealing with something that we never thought imaginable and we see no light in the end of the tunnel, we do need a different skill that we don't yet have in order to deal with it. And that can be applied to so many different things in life, right? Not just a struggle to conceive, but it's why I believe therapy is so amazing and in different ways and is why I believe meditation saved me. Saved me from depression. It saved me as a, like the person that I used to be, or maybe I can say it brought me back to the person I used to be and it saved my marriage I believe so with 
with the different kind of therapies that I went after and with the different meditations that I seeked as well, together, all of that gave me the skills in order to bear what was once unbearable. And I believe that we all have a different path in in finding that space, but it it is worth it. It's it's a lot of work. It's not easy, but it's worth it. So so yeah, I just wanted to to mention that and also the the idea of internalizing the feeling that the universe is not taking anything away from me to give to others. It was such a horrible feeling to to resent the the pregnancy announcements and you know the baby bump photo shoots on social media and I don't even I don't even know those people's stories, right? That's another thing that that came to me after a while is I don't I didn't even know if those people had struggles like I did. It's it's tricky. It's a tricky feeling, um, this idea that everyone else is getting what would be fair for me to get. But I find that understanding that things are not being taken from you and given to someone else is highly important to to be a bit more or feel a bit more sane I think in this in this journey if that's if that's possible um yeah I just wanted to bring those those two things up and yeah it's not it's not easy it really isn't and before I start bawling too much, I will wrap this up and I would love to hear your comments because this is the first time that I'm sharing something that I wrote and it's not, um, it's not current. It is two years old, but it is still, um, it is still valid I find because it's something that people go through every single year. If you are one of my friends or family and or if you just stumbled across the podcast and you're not from the community, I hope that this shines a little bit of light so you can know what maybe some people around you are feeling. Um, To sit at the Christmas table or your New Year's um, Zoom party or whatever it is that you're doing and and make comments on people's journey to to conceive is not okay. So be kind. Be kind when you're approaching people on this subject, especially at this time of the year because it's super, super sensitive. So I hope that everyone is having a safe and and peaceful time, even though it might not be a very happy time. And I am sending you big hugs 
and lots and lots of love. But remember that you can love yourself first and most of all. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for listening. This podcast wouldn't be up and running if it wasn't for the help of a few very special people. You can find my special thanks to them all at myfertilityjourney.ca. And if you want to keep in touch, find me on Instagram on at myfertilityjourney.ca. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave a review to support the show, and share it with anyone you think might benefit from it. Love you all and I'll see you soon.